Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. In this episode of Brainstorming Plus Tax, I'm going to use a layman's tongue-in-cheek approach to a very complex set of rules. Uh, for those of you that are looking for the real technical side of things, that'll be in the next episode. But in this one, I'm going to try to put a lighthearted view on this, which is very difficult to do. Now, if you remember back in 2017, in the summer, we had a bunch of proposed tax changes. These changes were slightly amended in December and went into effect January 1st, 2018. So on December 13th, 2017, the federal liberal finance minister, Bill Marneau, finally released the new version of the Tax on Split Income, or TOSI, also called by them the Income Sprinkling Proposals, originally released July 18th. 2017. So when looking between July and December, has there been an improvement? Yes. But seeing one tree left standing after you've napalmed the forest does not mean it was a good idea. There are still a lot of subjective tests in these proposals, terms like reasonable, risk, substantial, indirectly, and other factors as may be relevant. Yes, the latter is the wording exactly taken from the legislation. The 11 pages of legislative complexity is discouraging to many practitioners and taxpayers. These subjective tests cause more uncertainty and difficulty for taxpayers in applying the rules, the Canada Revenue Agency, or CRA, enforcing the rules, and the court system that will ultimately have to interpret these rules. These rules are written like a bad escape room game. The way these rules are written, everyone is caught, unless you can escape, and the exits are not clearly marked. Since some of the politicians think that this is a bit of a political game when they release these types of changes after months and months of backlash, I figured it'd be best to explain it by creating a game for you to play with your family. So here is the Escape Room Small Business Edition rules of the game. So the important rules of this game is that this is not an all-inclusive list. What I'm about to say is a high-level summary of the more common areas of concern. Now, you should seek specialist advice on your specific circumstances from tax nerds like myself and how those new rules will apply to you. So let's start the game. Number one, are you not a specified individual? The definition is an individual other than a trust resident in Canada at the end of the year or immediately before they died or if under 18 years of age has a parent in Canada at any time in the year. Layman translation, do you live outside of Canada? If yes, congrats. These rules don't apply, and you probably are not listening to this anyway. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number two, are you not related to a source individual? The definition, someone resident in Canada at any time in the year, that is, you, your grandparent, parent, child, grandchild, sibling, spouse, or common-law partner, or any of the above of your spouse or common-law partner. If yes, you are lying because you are related to you. Listen to it again. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number three. Is the income, profit, or capital gain earned from assets received as a result of a breakdown in the marriage or common law partnership, i.e. divorce? If yes, congratulations, you've escaped. Divorces for everyone. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number four. Did you get the capital gain because you died? If yes, congratulations. Well, I guess that isn't the right word, but you did escape. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number five. 
Is the capital gain because of a sale of qualified farm or fishing property or qualified small business corporation shares? If yes, did you sell it to anyone other than a relative? If yes, congratulations, you've escaped. If no, continue, you have not escaped yet. Number six, are you under the age of 18? If yes, you qualify for the deathmatch version of escape room where you only get to escape if the income was from a source where someone died. Otherwise, you're caught and cannot escape. Enjoy your high tax rate. The end. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number seven. Did you not receive any of the following types of income? A. Dividends from any corporation that is not publicly traded. B. Benefits received because you are a shareholder or related to a shareholder of a company not publicly traded. C. Income from a related business, directly or indirectly, whatever that means, includes any business where you or source individual carry on the business or are actively, regularly, continuously, and substantially in the business have an interest in a partnership or own shares directly or shares of a corporation that owns 10% or more value of another corporation or property, i.e. indirectly, etc. Insert breath here. D. Income from a partnership, including informal ones, example, husband-wife business. Watch out for rental income too. Perhaps your joint income might be viewed as a partnership. E, income from a trust or any of the above flowed through a trust. F, income earned because of a private loan given to a corporation, partnership, or trust, i.e. indebtedness income. G, income or gains from disposition of property. H, any of the above if it comes to you indirectly. Insert breath here. If yes, listen to it again to be sure. And if still yes, congratulations, you've escaped. But you might want to speak to a specialty tax professional like myself, just to be sure, because the interpretation of this legislation is very new and we're still learning every day as to how this will be applied. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number eight. Are you under the age of 25? If yes, you qualify for the expert edition of Escape Room, which includes things like reasonable return on arm's length capital and safe harbor capital return. In addition to the rest of the traps coming up, you get even more to navigate. You should probably just quit playing the game and seek specialist advice or wait until you are 25. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number nine. Did you work in the business that is the source in number seven for more than 20 hours a week on average this year? If yes, you've escaped this year. Be sure to play again next year. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number 10. Did you work in the business that is the source in number 7 for more than 20 hours a week on average for at least 5 of any preceding years? If yes, can you prove it? If yes, I'm impressed. Great, you've escaped and make sure you keep those timesheets as part of your proof. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number 11. Do you own shares in a professional corporation? If yes, you're trapped, you lose game over. If no, continue. You have not escaped yet. Number 12. Do you own shares of a corporation that has less than 90% of business income from services? If yes, do you own 10% or more of the votes and value of the corporation? If yes, does the corporation get 90% or more of income from unrelated sources? If yes, congrats, you've escaped. If no, continue, you have not escaped yet. Number 13. 
Did you get a reasonable return from a related business having regard to the following factors relating to the relative contributions of the specified individual and each source individual in respect of the specified individual in respect of the related business? A. The work they performed in support of the related business. B. The property they contributed directly or indirectly in support of the related business. C. The risks they assumed in respect of the related business. D. The total of all amounts that were paid or became payable directly or indirectly by any person or partnership to or for the benefit of them in respect of the related business. And E. Such other factors as may be relevant. If yes, congrats, you've escaped. You may have a future as a tax specialist if you are able to come up with how you calculated an exact dollar figure for those completely subjective terms. If no, you're normal and continue. You have not escaped yet. Number 14. Is your spouse over the age of 64? If yes, did they escape from these questions? If yes, you escaped too. If no, you're caught. Game over. The end. Thanks for playing. And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening.